What's up, children of the 80s? Yes, we need to come up with some more episode ideas that are radical, bitchin' to the max, and, um, uh, yes, totally tubular. Thank you, Dr. Amy. Thank you so much for your patience. We promise we'll be back really soon. Aaron Selvig. And I'm Dr. Amy Bessler. And we are the, the Latchkey Kids. Kids. Everybody. Hello, Hello, America. Everyone. Hello, everyone. And other and countries. Every country. Wow, wow, wow. Boys and girls Children across the land. <laughs> joining hands and singing songs from the 80s. Oh, like, like we are the world. Like a prayer. Or we are the world. <laughs> Or Dancing With Myself by, what's that guy's name? Billy Idol. Oh Ooh, gosh. we should do a wow. Billy Idol episode. Ooh, oh, oh, okay. wow. But that not is today, not though. Today, not today. Today is all entirely. about, imagine this. Can I set the mm, scene? Can I set please. the table, Dr. Amy? Yes, please. It's, it's Christmas morning. Mm, love it. It's the most exciting morning of the year. Obviously, by far. The presents have been wrapped in under the tree, and you've had several weeks to guess what they all are. You've shaken them. You've held them up to a light. You've done everything you can to try to figure out what they are. Yeah. Mom and Dad know what's on your list, and so you're hoping that they have come through this year. Mm. And then the time comes. It's time, finally, after all the anticipation to open the presents. You rip open the wrapping paper. You tear open the box. And you pull it out, and it is just not quite exactly what you were hoping for. You know? Have you ever had that feeling? People, Christmas disappointment? We, we know that you can relate. Or <laughs> you, you really huh. want something, and you're so excited yes. to get yeah, it. Yes. Yeah, no. You got it. And you got it. Yes. And you open it. Yay. And you start to play with it, and then you realize, oh, this. Like, what in the hell? What? Where was this made? Is this even... <laughs> I mean, who put this together? I don't know. Uh, That's right. I mean, so people, we've we've talked about a number of our favorite toys in various episodes. We've talked about obviously episode number one, Snoopy's No Phone Machine. That was our. That's that's how we kick this whole thing off. Launch into this. Whole the greatest thing. and worst yeah. toy of all time. Right. We've talked the about Snoopy's No Phone that's Machine. Right. That's right. We've talked about Transformers. Aaron, <laughs> oh, I love Transformers. Yes. Still we, do. We yep. talked about Cabbage Patch Kids. Of course, Aaron loved the Stompers. I, we're going to talk about them later on this episode yeah, because well, they're controversial, we're gonna fight, we're let's gonna say. We're going to fight about them later. So we're going to fight about Cabbage Patch Kids we, again. We did an episode <laughs> about Strawberry Shortcake. Little Amy loves Strawberry Shortcake. Oh, we yes. We talked about Aaron's love of the Rubik's Cube. I mean, so many. I still love it. So many we also, toys. you know, just to back up a second to Strawberry Shortcake, we also discussed in that episode a crucial modification that needs to be made to improve one's Strawberry Shortcake doll. <laughs> and that is to remove oh. the Strawberry Shortcake bonnet and to oh. use a pair of scissors to give her a mohawk. And it makes it a lot better. Right, no, Dr. Amy? Right? No, it does not. Yes, it does. Bad toys, bad toys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Mom and dad biting for you. Bad toys, bad toys. All right. So we're going to we're going to break this down. Yeah. We're going we figured we 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 did a lot of thought about this and when I say we, I mean Dr. Amy. 
We did a lot of thinking about this, and we have decided to break this down into three distinct categories, okay? Mm. We're going to start off with the disappointments. disappointments, Toys that just did not live up to the hype, maybe. You know, after five minutes of playing with them, you're just done. You know, it's just, I don't, I don't understand. Category number two, creepy toys, of which... There are a surprising number. <laughs> yes. When I saw that you had created a creepy section, I'm like, well, what? how many creepy toys could there possibly mm. be? A lot. A oh, lot. And then I thought of a couple yeah. more. Yeah. That's right. And then, and then, last but not least, the dangerous bad toys. Oh, so 80s. <laughs> Yes. Including one popular outdoor toy mm. that was banned and is still illegal because too many people were impaled with it. You, you already know what I'm talking about. That tells you how notorious this toy was. Oh, yes, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. And then we're going to wrap things up. Well, you know what? We're going to wrap it up with a surprise. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Dr. Amy has a surprise. See everybody. Are you ready to get into this? Let's do this. Disappointments. This first one, Dr. Amy, speaks to your heart. Mm. It comes to it was not it didn't it it was popular in the 1980s, but it actually was first launched in 1963. That's right. Cooking with a light bulb. It's the Easy Bake Oven. Oven. Yeah. (laughs) It was a little stovetop. It had an incandescent light bulb as a heating source. That actually, according to careful research that Dr. Amy did, gets up to 350 degrees that Fahrenheit. Get like out of here! Really? Wow. That'll burn the skin off your little ki- children's fingers, I mean, won't it? Xbox, I don't know. Use the actual oven in your kitchen if you're gonna, you know, get up to 350. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> in the 70s, they changed it around, and it looked like an actual oven from the 70s which means it was avocado green you know ah, what i'm talking about it had like gorgeous. wood paneling on it <laughs> yes picture and yeah and also their car i believe yeah, was like the, everything in this their couch right. everything in the 70s was green and wood fake wood yeah, that's right. yes Um, and then in the eighties and Dr. Amy, is this the one you have? It it had, it was yellow and it had a little microwave in it. Yeah. Did did yours have a little mini microwave? Microwave concept. Yes, that's exactly. Yeah. We loved microwaving in the eighties. That's definitely. We sure did. Yeah. (laughs) We had the microwave that was, it weighed 600 pounds. Oh, easy. And, and it was probably gave us cancer i don't know we'll see i guess when we get older but yeah we had like the og microwave because mom was an early adopter when it came to stuff like that so she loved microwaving (laughs) well dr amy i mean i remember the easy bake oven but i never really used it can you walk us through like what it was like and why was it disappointing yeah so so really the disappointment comes in just because you know when you're cooking with a light bulb it turns out that <laughs> it takes forever and what i know go figure and also the little pre-packaged mixes of the it that you didn't get anything good to eat in the end and no. uh, yeah it was just uh it was what a, were you cooking in there anyway brownies or something little cakes i don't mm. I, you know people know it's uh, okay. not, not what it was uh, what we hoped it would be that's for sure well that's too bad yeah. all right so there you go the very disappointing easy bake oven this next one drove me crazy it's not from the 80s it's been around i think it was invented in the 1820s i don't know <laughs> ladies and gentlemen the slinky which oh. never the problem with the slinky is it seems like it's going to be cool, right? You know why? The commercials. The commercials, oh, it's going gosh. down the stairs. It's Beautiful. doing tricks. People are flipping them off of their heads. Yes. It's amazing. It does It does all these really cool things. I don't know about you, but my Slinky never did any of that stuff. I couldn't get it to go down mm-hmm. the stairs. I, it would go down one stair, one and then okay. it would collapse, and it would roll to the bottom, and then it would be all twisted up. And while you're trying to get it untwisted, you would bend the crap out of it, and then it was useless. Mm. So, 
That's my slinky experience anyway. Wow. I don't know, maybe strong, somebody else. Strong feelings, everyone. I hate, hate it. And then, do you remember in the 80s, they had plastic slinkies. Oh, Those were even yeah, worse. Because then when you're trying to untangle them, they nope. would just break. Yep. You know? Garbage. Just snap to pieces. Absolute garbage. garbage. Yep. Total garbage. What a ripoff. Yep. I'm still mad. All right. And then we've talked about this before, yes. Dr. Amy. Yes, 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 yes. You know how much I love a Transformer. Oh, okay. Absolutely. So fun. So well-designed. Such a well-designed toy. Mm. Really interesting. They're puzzles. They're little toys that are puzzles. Mm -hmm. It's really fun. There, do you remember the poor man's Transformers? I also had several of these because mom and dad, they could either spring for the $30 Transformers or they could get the $5 GoBots. <laughs> GoBots were a complete and shameless ripoff of Transformers. And they were made by Tonka. Uh, Hasbro was the company that made Transformers. And yeah, they were crap. Everybody hated them. I mean, they had stupid characters. Yeah. They had a cartoon show, but I don't remember anything about it at all. I don't remember. It wasn't on TV very long, you know, so I don't know. Right. Uh, well, I they just to, were crappy. I have to crappy. correct you, Aaron. You, you described what? them as a Transformers ripoff, but actually the GoBots yes. made their U.S. premiere in 1983, a full year before the original Transformers toy line debut. Get out of here. Really? You know, if I read the show notes, I would. That seems like a thing that I would know. That is crazy because so this is a case of the knockoff is much better than the original. Right. Right. Because well, I guess both, I mean, they were both a knockoff of a Japanese toy. So they, oh. they both, both companies stole this idea from a line of Japanese oh. toys. The GoBot okay. people decided to do it in a cheap way, Tonka, and then <laughs> yeah. the Transformer people, Hasbro, decided to actually, you know, make a good toy out of it. That's what really happened. Well, thank you, Hasbro, anyway. Yeah. And then our next disappointing toy along these same lines, and I'm probably going to catch some flack for this, mm. but I'm going to say Star Wars figures. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And let me just preface this by saying, I loved Star Wars figures. I had yes, a million of them. I you had, had the Darth, Darth Vader, Vader carrying case. case. Yes. Oh, I had I the friggin' Millennium Falcon, that guys. Yes, Do you remember did. when all the kids in the neighborhood, I mean, lusted after the Star Wars Millennium Falcon? I was the only one in our neighborhood that actually had the Millennium Falcon where the back opened up and the landing gear mm. retracted and it had the little cockpit with Chewie and Han in there. It was, that thing was dope. It really was. I wish I still had it. Yes. But the actual Star Wars figures themselves were really cheap. They actually were cheap. They weren't like a G.I. Joe where the G.I. Joe had articulated elbows and knees and hands and you could move them around and pose them. Star Wars figures were like only their shoulders and hips moved and the material that they were made of was like this cheap kind of rubbery plastic. The legs would just pop right off if you pulled on them too hard. They weren't very good. I some dismemberment happening. Yep. Yes. They, weren't, they just weren't very good. Now, that said, like I said, I loved them and I had a million of them because it was Star Wars. And it didn't matter. It could have like, they could have put out a piece of a chunk of styrofoam painted like luke skywalker we would have ate it up because it was oh star gosh. wars you know sometimes you but would still let me play with you and i would get the little i did figurine and oh, oh what a time sure. what a time what a time she had a little gun as i yeah. she had a blaster pretty cool yeah, yeah, yeah. all right next disappointing toy shrinky dinks oh my god do you remember this so this is so another stupid. one that didn't live up to the commercial. What? Who cares about making something slightly smaller than it was? <laughs> I know. Now, if they'd invented something that would have made something larger, now you might be onto something, right? I don't know. Right. Uh, right. Shrinky Dinks. Shrinky Dinks actually started in the seventies. Uh, two housewives, Betty Morris and Kate Bloomberg invented Shrinky Dinks as a Cub Scout project with their with their kids. Uh, okay. So they went and gathered around the oven and, 
you know, put the little pieces of plastic in there and you would color them, right? With like felt tip pens or colored pencils or something, right? That's right. right. And there would be little, they would be, what were they? They were like little cartoon characters and whatnot, right? Yep. And then you, you color the plastic and you would put plastic in the oven, which just seems like a, wonderful just a fun plan to have on a Sunday when, yeah, (laughs) right. This is before we had 911, so you had to make sure to have the fire department number on hand oh, in God. case. And then the plastic would like curl up and shrink to, I don't know, like not that much smaller right. than it was right. originally, right? Just like a little bit smaller. A little bit smaller. Like, who cares? And then. And then, and then the thing that I never understood about shrinky dicks. Okay, you made then this tiny little do? plastic thing. Now, now what do you do with it? That's correct. That's <laughs> you put exactly it in a right. drawer. Did anybody yeah. ever save these things? I don't. You make know. earrings. Listeners, I don't know. Please tell us what you did with your shrinky dinks because we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any left. In case you're asking. <laughs> All right, this one. This is another one that we. I might catch some flack for because some people love this. Mm. Uh, I hated it and never understood it. The etch a sketch. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep. I mean, you couldn't do it's, anything with that thing. It's fun for like three minutes, the and car, then you realize, in the car because yeah, you have else to do. <laughs> yes, and you write your name, and then you shake it up, and you've already lost interest. At least that was my experience. Yeah. Although there was like one kid out of twenty was like a. Freaking Leonardo da Vinci with the damn thing and could make the Taj Mahal or the right. Disneyland castle. Did you ever have, have a friend like that or know anybody who was a wizard with the Etch-a-Sketch? Uh, I, don't, I don't remember that being the case, but yeah, it wasn't me. I think I, know that much. I think Steve Wesby was pretty handy with okay. the Etch-a-Sketch, if I recall. Okay. Yeah, but I couldn't do anything with the Etch-a-Sketch. Um, slime. Dr. Amy. Mm. Do you remember yep. Slime? I sure do. It was yeah. <laughs> sold by Mattel. It was sold in an actual trash can. <laughs> yes, appropriately so. It was, yep. it was made out of, I don't know, of some substance that presumably fell from space. Uh, yes. They said it was non-toxic. I'm not buying that. Mm. But it was kind of like it was a green, like, like gummy kind of material, oh. right? I guess. Yeah, gummy. Yeah. Yeah, but squishy, oozy. Yeah. Yeah. And you would just, what would you do with slime? It was great to start. It was, slime was good for uh, three minutes. You know? Yeah. It was fun. And then what I recall is then once it hits that shag carpeting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Dog hair all over it. Little pieces of Cheerios are stuck to it. Yeah. It's over with at that point. It's over. And Uh now it's. It's dirty. It's lost its sliminess, and it's over. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of board games that I think could fall into the category of disappointing. Yes. <laughs> like maybe even most of them. People, we <laughs> you did know. An episode about board games. You might want to go <laughs> yes, back. Yes, we and do. To that. It's a fun one. Uh-huh. Those are the good ones, though. Yeah, Those are the good fun. ones. Yep. For for every gem of a board game, there's 20 terrible ones, yep. at least uh, my opinion. But the one that just seems it's not even necessarily the worst one. It just seems it's like the most ridiculous and pointless one is Mousetrap. Yes. yes. Did we ever we had Mousetrap. What I know we did. Did we ever game? actually play no. Mousetrap? No, I don't think so. With the pieces and parts. Yeah. We, we didn't know what the game actually was. I don't I don't have any We idea didn't care. What the game was. Once a year we would pull Mousetrap off the game shelf. We'd dust it off and we would put together the Mousetrap contraption with the little silver marble and then we would run the marble through and it was fun and it would take 5 minutes and that, and was, that was it, it and we'd put it yeah. away. That's right. Correct. Okay. Yep. Here's a here's another controversial disappointing toy. I'm gonna say yo-yos. No. No, they're yeah. They're not Well, okay, you might be one of the weird kids who gets more than three minutes of entertainment out of a yo-yo, but for the rest of us, it goes something like this. You tie the little string around your finger, 
you yo-yo and it yo's twice and then it starts spinning around with the centrifugal force of Saturn and then, and then you can't get it untangled and you can't get it wound up and it's just, that's it. And then it goes in the drawer. Oh, now, some kids could get it yeah, to actually you yo. you around the world, you walk the dog, you do all those things. That's it, not it. It's, Can you do those I, things? Well, at, maybe not today. I'd have to get back into the groove, but I mean, there was a time. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> Back in your your yo-yoing days, yeah, it's listen. <laughs> okay, yo, it's not the yo-yo's fault. You, it was user error. You had issues with it, so don't blame it on the yo-yo. Yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, last but not least, we all love Legos, of course. Okay, yeah. But do you remember the crappy knockoff <laughs> Legos? Particularly, I'm looking at you, Mega Blocks. Oh, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 terrible. <laughs> Mega terrible Blocks. Garbage. Giant crappy Legos that didn't always fit together perfectly. And then there's a lot of examples of like knockoff things like uh, oh. any crayons that weren't Crayola. Oh. <laughs> you Horrible. Know? To this Remember day. the big square no ones? Other, Remember those? No other company <laughs> knows how to make crayons except Crayola. People do not yes. buy anything non-Crayola ever. It's just terrible. I don't understand why. I know we're. It sounds like we're being paid by the Crayola Corporation. And, not, and hey, Crayola, idea. if if you if you like what you're hearing, you know, reach that's out, great, send us an email. Great. We're not opposed to to Aaron that, I, I, but we are not. Uh, we're not paid by, off by Crayola. Yet. Now, <clears throat> yes. I hate to say not this yet. because you know my Snoopy snow cone machine was my prized possession as a child. We kicked off our whole podcast yes. with the you know the reintroduction of the Snoopy snow cone machine. Now, when I did uh -huh. try to operate it as an adult. <laughs> what I did discover was it was an inordinate it's, it's amount of a huge pain in the ass. To get one ounce of snow is like five hours of cranking, and so yeah. maybe yeah. Just a, I, listen, I did not feel that way as a child. I felt that it was great, but now yeah. I think it might have been slightly disappointing. I don't know. Yeah, it's like making it's like making homemade ice cream back in the eighteen forties. You know, yeah. you need. It takes all day. Is That's it worth right. it? No, Not but really. it does take all day. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> all right, Aaron, let's, uh, let's jump into our hmm. next category of the creepy Ooh, toys. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited for creepy, creepy toys. toys. Probably the yes. best and most notorious creepy toy of the 1980s. I know what you're going to say. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bear, the yes, little bear guy people. that looks oh. like Chucky. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about that one, too. But the one that I'm talking about right now is Teddy Ruxpin, you all. Yeah, Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy Ruxpin, yes. he had this glassy-eyed yeah. stare. He had <laughs> he, his mouth. He would talk, right, and sing. Yeah, he, he talked. Cassette, yeah. He had a cassette tape in his back or something that you would put in. And his mouth right. would move slowly, and his voice was super creepy. And so yeah. it was fun, Aaron, in doing the research <laughs> for this episode. Is there is a whole thing on the internet of all these stories of people being traumatized and scared about their Teddy <laughs> Ruxpin? <laughs> I'll bet. Like, so, can you imagine if it suddenly like came on in the middle yeah, of the night while you're yeah. sleeping? You know, people talk about Ooh, him God. coming to life with no batteries, finding him in places, <laughs> no. yep, finding him in places that he wasn't. He, what? People are terrified by Teddy Ruxpin to this day. Uh, he was the best-selling <laughs> toy of 1985 and 1986. That's but, uh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. He had his moment. Okay. And so similarly. Did, did you have a Teddy Ruxpin? I did have a Teddy Ruxpin. Yes, I, I thought did. you did. Yeah. I thought you did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. He was okay. a little guy. Now, Aaron, similar mm -hmm. in creepiness huh. to the Teddy Ruxpin. I think this yes. is the one you were thinking about. Cue the theme song, My Buddy. Do you remember the song? Oh, my God. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, wherever I go, he goes. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy, my buddy and me. My buddy and me. Yeah. Yikes. I don't remember... I gotta look this up on the internet. I don't remember. I do remember my buddy. I don't remember what he looks like. He had the little overalls and the striped shirt. He had the like kind of. Oh my god! And so here's what happened. Oh, my buddy. He's wearing like a Pride Festival shirt. That's right. 
was a hot boy in 1985. And he also uh-huh. had sister, kid, sister, kid, sister. It was like the the, the uh, compliment to my buddy. But it's like us, pretty much. Sure, yeah. you're my buddy, and I'm. Yeah, sister. it's like us. Um, your kid sister, yeah. However, when a little movie called Child's Play came out in 1988, exactly, it looks that exactly was like the end of yeah. my buddy because Chucky. Do y'all remember Chucky? The doll yeah, life he also he has the same shirt he, on he is and overalls. A my buddy, yeah, ripoff, right? Um, he totally is, except he has red hair instead of black. Yeah, but he has the same outfit pretty much. Yep. Yeah. That was. I never noticed that before. <laughs> wow, oh that sounds God. like a lawsuit. But hey, but okay. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Aaron, do you remember Mad Balls? Oh, yeah. Mad balls. Mad balls were they were like stress balls, kind of like little stress balls. But instead of just a regular ball, you got these really hideous, grotesque monster faces in the form of squishy stress balls, you know. And so and you would squish them and their eyes would bulge out or their tongue. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like mad balls. I think they're kind of fun. Um, yeah. Maybe my favorite in the category of creepy, Aaron, was... This can't be real. This is real. I saw this in the show notes. This there is, is no real, way this is real. People. I don't remember this. I must have blocked it out. We this can't be real. people in 1982, I think it was, a pregnant Barbie doll. Now, it wasn't Barbie. Okay. No way. It wasn't Barbie. It was Midge. No way. So Midge, who now is a <laughs> semi-disavowed character in the Barbie movies. Really? She's not part of the, she, yeah, she's not part of Barbie lore anymore? <laughs> <laughs> so in 1982, Mattel made the decision to release a version of Midge. Midge is like Barbie's friend, right? Who, oh, now, okay. the faces that they use for Barbie dolls are very young-looking teenager faces, right? And so Mitch yes. has that same face of like a 16-year-old. Um, so she appears right. to be a young teen, but she's pregnant. She's pregnant, everyone. And the bump, it's not just a nice, round, skin-covered bump. It's, hello, detachable with an articulated oh, fetus God. inside. Um, you're kidding so me. She was so, you're looking okay. this up because you don't believe I it. have to look this up. Yep. Oh, my God. It's horrifying, people. This is real? Yep. There's an actual, it's like the movie Alien. You can yeah, pull yeah. the baby out of her stomach. It was a tiny baby that was Nikki inside. And there was some controversy, <laughs> as you might imagine, because. Yeah, I'll bet. Uh, first of all, Midge looks, you know, 14. Uh, but, mm-hmm. you know, the, the fear was that this would maybe promote teenage pregnancy. And also, uh, Midge did sure. not initially have a wedding ring. Uh, but later what? I know. Can you imagine? Ooh, um, she scandalous. <laughs> she also initially <laughs> was packaged without Alan, who apparently was the baby daddy. Alan. <laughs> Alan, <Yep>. Alan and <laughs> Midge. Who comes up with this stuff? Uh, Midge did okay. not last long. Pregnant Midge did not last long, people. Now, right. you put something in the notes here that I yeah. take great offense to, and I have no Well, as long as we're talking about creepy dolls that scare everyone and look like, you know, they were created in some sort of imaginary hellscape, why not Cabbage Patch Kids? I mean, I know they're a favorite. I know they were, of course, so popular that everybody still remembers them 40 years later, and that's great, but t- to be honest... I mean, I think I recall you even saying in our episode about Cabbage Patch Kids that they were kind of, they didn't they really live up to like, the hype. They look like potatoes. You know? Yeah. They were covered in pantyhose and they look like potatoes. And I don't know. Oh, I mean, maybe it's this is one of those things. It's because I was a boy. I didn't really get it. That could be. But I don't know. I always thought they were creepy. Okay. Fair enough. Um, All right. Wonderful product online that is from the 1980s. Actually, oh, are you going to order one and send it to it me? Was released in okay. 1979 from, of course, the Play Doh company, which we love. I mean, Play Doh, great company, sure. great product. It's tasty, very salty. Very, very it's salty. good stuff. <laughs> yep, it's good stuff. I ingested 
at least five pounds of it over the course of my childhood. Same. Ugh, <laughs> gross. Um, wonderful toy, Aaron, called the Play-Doh Doctor Drill and Fill. Now, oh, no. this product, oh, no. created in 1979, is still available. And I would like to read from the Mattel, not the Mattel, the Play-Doh okay. website, the wonderful right. description of this product. Are you ready? Celebrate, I'm it up online. It up. Celebrate 60 years of creative Play-Doh fun with the classic Dr. Drill and Fill set. For decades, this guy has helped the idea of going to the dentist to feel more fun with lots of silly dentist-themed activities kids can enjoy again and again. Start the patient's appointment by shaping some teeth with the tooth molds. Fight cavities by giving them a buzz with the electric drill. And oh, filling God. them in with more Play-Doh compound. Add some braces with a roller. And keep the patient's <laughs> teeth nice and clean by squeezing some pretend toothpaste through the toothbrush. Uh. And to celebrate the Play-Doh brand's long history of inspiring kids' imaginations, we've given our mustached friend a makeover with exclusive retro-style packaging that's sure to bring us all back <laughs> to the good old days. That's on. That's today on the Play-Doh website. Right. Everyone. Well, they're catering to, like, you and I that's is right. what they're, they're trying to do. The yeah, nostalgia. obviously. I mean, yeah, they're doing the same thing we're doing. Well, I'm looking this up and it's like it's like this little head, a dismembered head that is like uh, it's like kind of like Mr. Potato Head where he's got little holes and you can put teeth in there. Yeah. And then I guess the teeth have like little holes that you could fill cavity. Oh, that is creepy. It's super creepy. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it. I don't like I don't like anything teeth related anyway. Now, last but not least, in the category of creepy, Aaron, do you remember Food Fighters? I don't, actually. Look it up. Look it up right now. Okay. Okay. So, this is a weird and oft-forgotten line of action figures of the 80s, okay? They were foods, like junk foods, but they had, like, G.I. Joe-style arms and legs with, like, big muscles. And so it would be like a cheeseburger (laughs) with arms and legs that were super muscular. (laughs) Um, oh my and god! And there were it's... two different groups. Okay, so you had God, the... they're scary looking they're too. Scary. So the the good guys yeah. were called the kitchen commandos, and then the bad guys were the refrigerator rejects, and oh. they were fighting over I don't know control of the refrigerator or something. So one of them is a slice of pizza with arms right. and a hat. So the good guys okay. are a Burger huh. General. Okay, a deluxe hamburger with ketchup. You have <laughs> Lieutenant Leg, who was a fried chicken leg. You had Major Munch, oh, okay. a glazed chocolate donut. Private Pizza, as you mentioned, a slice of Oh, that's the guy. Pizza. Yep. Sar- and okay. Sergeant Scoop, who was a two-scoop chocolate and vanilla ice cream cone. And then the bad guys were Mean One of them's a hot mean dog. Wiener. <laughs> that's him. That's Mean Wiener. Mean Wiener. Chip the Ripper, the chocolate chip cookie. You had Fat Frenchie, who's a French fry thing. Short Stack, a okay. set of pancakes. And Aaron, not, don't forget Taco Terror. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, and then they look really mean, too. Yeah. They have mean eyes, yeah. and they look like... Killer. I, they look... Yeah. Yeah, they look really kind of threatening, yeah. actually. Yeah. Not really cute at all. Yeah. These were made by... So what did, also like squeaky dog toys. It was how they... Was this like a was there a TV show or something so. that went with this? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't I do not remember this at all. This was not on the same level as Transformers or GI Joe or anything like that. Okay. Weird. All right. That's creepy. All right. We so what do we got left? We're going to talk about dangerous toys, including the one that impaled so many children that it was banned across the country before we get into that though we're going to take a short break right here on the latchkey kids in a world full of music about the rodeo the big city you forget i'm in america ancient instruments and singing computers how can you possibly cover it all 
Well, take a trip with Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids from Interlochen Public Radio, and we'll show you around a world full of awesome classical music. I'm Kate Botello, your host, and we at Classical Sprouts want you to know that classical music is for everyone to enjoy, and you can enjoy it even more if you know about some of its history or how it's made. Join me at Classical Sprouts to learn about everything from ballet to bagpipes with awesome music and musical guests. Take a trip around the musical world with Classical Sprouts from Interlochen Public Radio. Find us wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back with the Latchkey Kids. I'm Dr. Aaron. Wait a second. No, wait, what? No, I did that wrong. I screwed that up. I gave myself a uh, PhD, apparently. I didn't earn it at all, but I have, it's honorary, but uh, uh, (laughs) it's one of those honorary ones. Anyway, I'm Aaron. This is Dr. Amy. Okay. Talking about bad toys today. We had fun talking about the disappointing bad toys and the creepy bad toys. Uh, Some crossover there, by the way. Uh, And now we're going to talk about dangerous toys. I remember we actually had lawn jarts for for a while. We had lawn jarts. And we, we, we used them, too. We played lawn jarts. Dad loved lawn jarts. Now, if you're not familiar, what? lawn jarts are basically like these heavy. I don't know. The tip was like it was really heavy. Like, I don't think it was lead, but it was, I don't know, some heavy metal. And it had, you know, like an arrow. It had fins so you could grab it and you would kind of throw it. And the tip part would actually stick in the grass and you would try to get it in a hoop. Right. You would you would aim for this hoop. Yes, but the problem right. was. With a bunch of people standing around and dads and uncles, you know, that drinking be some beer. beers, yeah. it would get out of ta- get out of hand. People would like see how high they could throw the lawn jart, and then they'd lose it in the sun, and nobody knew where it was. No. And yeah, it, they eventually were banned because they were quote supremely dangerous. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> and this is kind of sad because it, they were banned in 1988 because a seven-year-old girl in California actually died. Oh. From lawn jarts. Yeah. Terrible. Guess how many people were sent to the hospital because of lawn jart related incidents? I have no idea. 6,100 people sent to the hospital reporting lawn jart injuries. I kid you not. Wow. That's that's dangerous, all right. Definitely dangerous. Yes. Number two on this list is super elastic bubble plastic. Super elastic bubble plastic. This This is the stuff that you would blow out of a straw, right? right. It's like a bubble and then it would harden, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was made out of acetate, acetone. It was totally toxic. Um, And then kids would inhale them and they would also have to go to the hospital because of symptoms raging, quote, from dizziness to involuntary muscle twitching. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. You don't want you that. Know, uh, if, over the years. If you're working in the ER, how do you triage? <laughs> okay, over here I got a lawn jart injury. Over here yeah. I got a bubble plastic uh, person who inhaled the toxic. Must be summertime. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <sighs> well, you're going to want to make some room for the kid who comes into the ER who just fell off of his pogo oh, ball. Oh, God. The pogo <laughs> ball, everyone. <laughs> The pogo ball required a really, you had to be like an athlete to get this thing to do no, anything. There's no way. It made no <laughs> yeah. sense. How were you supposed to do it? it? No, terrible. It was a, it was a ball. It was like a, like a, like a, like a kickball, I guess. It's stuffed inside a, a circular disc yep. and you would stand on the plane right, of the circular of yeah, disc. Yeah. 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 And you would bounce around on the ball. Right. But, I mean, you can't control something like no. that, you know? You just, especially if you're a kid. And, I mean, so people would fall. They would break their arms and legs and their little skulls. And that's what would happen with the pogo ball. <laughs> now, Dr. Amy, do you remember, this is a little side side uh, story off of pogo balls. Okay. I do not know what these were called. You might be a little bit young, but 
uh, but we we used to have a basement when we lived in Michigan, and we had these little balls. They were a little bit bigger, and you would sit on them, and oh, they had a handle, handle that would you would yeah, yeah, yeah. You, that you would hold on to. I had a Spider-Man one, and you had yeah, something or other, and you would sit on it and yeah. hold on to the handle, and you would just bounce on your butt. And those were awesome, and we had a lot of fun with those oh, things. Man, I could, so. I they're they're like those little chairs that people yes, sit on in ergonomic offices my except office. they had a handle yes. and they were for bouncing yes, so lots of fun now dr amy you're gonna have to help me with okay. this one because I, I i have never heard of this <laughs> a, what the hell is a snack time cabbage okay, patch doll cool. so obviously the cabbage patch dolls were such a huge sensation that of course you know we get greedy milk it we get greedy and we're like all right what else <laughs> yeah. can we do we got to make another product with these things so there was this yeah. snack time cabbage patch doll that ate okay so you had these little <laughs> plastic carrots and french fries that you would feed into its mouth and it had mechanical jaws and it would chomp down but here was the problem Aaron it would <laughs> uh-huh. chomp down on little child fingers or hair or of course. just whatever got near its little mechanical mouth, it would just chomp it right into bits. So that happened. Man. Finally, uh, Mattel bit the bullet and offered a $40 refund to the some 500,000 owners and potential victims of this very ill-fated <laughs> plan. I kind of <laughs> wish that we'd had one of those, and I could have convinced you to stick your fingers in uh, there at least yeah, once. Yep, yep. That would have been That's on too bad. for you to do that. Sure. All right. The next dangerous toy is a classic that is so dangerous they had to literally build walls around it, and you can't buy them uh, yeah. <laughs> in the original version yeah. that we had. Right. Trampolines, oh, boys my and girls. God, everyone. What an idea. My friend, my rich friend Rob Leathers, yeah. had a huge trampoline in his backyard, and we would go over there and we would do kung fu and karate and yeah. WWF wrestling. We would pile drive each other, and yes, every once in a while, you'd bounce up, and where you bounced down was no longer on the yes, trampoline. Correct. And back in the day, right? they didn't have the little covers around the springs either. Yeah. So you would fall no. through that part and <laughs> yep. our, our next door neighbors the Browns had a trampoline as well. They had one. Yeah. We were jealous. I would yeah. sometimes well, get invited over there and get to be no, I never I did, know, but I know, I know. that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Oh, Guess how many people per year, Doctor Amy I don't know. get sent to the hospital because of trampoline related injuries. Don't know. Per year. I don't know. 90,000 people per year. Yeah. It's so bad that the apparently the American Academy of Pediatrics advises against using trampolines at all. Well, I have to tell you a story. My son, when he was, I don't know, maybe in middle school and he played basketball, he was at a friend's house and jumping on a trampoline and he sprained his ankle or did something and he was out, you know, he, he was out some number of games. And the basketball coach banned trampolining for the whole team for the remainder of the season, <laughs> thanks to my really? stupid son. <laughs> nice. That's great. That's oh, great. God. Now, this last one oh. might invite a little controversy because some people look fondly on this toy. I, I mean, this is one that you thought was going to be fun, at least for me, and then you always end up, somebody ends up crying, and that is, the world-famous slip-and-slide from Whammo, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. What a concept, everyone. <laughs> so you would take this long sheet of plastic, and you would put it out in the yard, and then it had a little sprinkler system that would you would get it all wet. And then this is the thing I don't get. The fun part, apparently, was to run as fast as you can and jump onto the ground, right. you know? Right. And then if it's if you got enough water on there, you'd slide to the end. And then waiting for it, the, the end is a more ground. And so you're just tumbling around. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe it's because we lived in Arizona. I don't know. But it just never seemed really fun well, throwing yourself on the ground. It's definitely not meant for adults. You know, it's the yeah, I guess body that's true. of adults in a slip and slide. And honestly, I would argue any girl who has hit puberty 
you're you're throwing yourself down chest first on this thing. Uh, yeah. Bad idea. No, 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 thanks. <laughs> right, right. It's, you're asking for a concussion. Yes. I don't know. I never really got slip and slides myself. Sure. But maybe if you had a hill, I don't know. Maybe it would be oh, better. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, maybe it'd be worse. Yeah. I don't know. What happens at the bottom sure. of a hill? You put a, put a kiddie pool down there? I'm not sure. A ramp. You need a ramp. Uh, uh, okay. 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 Wow. Dangerous toys. Love it. That's all the dangerous yeah. toys yeah. we got. Okay. okay Aaron, all right. I have a special bonus yes. feature for you, okay? Good. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, do you think the 80s kind of had the corner on the market for bad toys? Okay? Yes. There are of course it did. toys to this very day that one could argue are worse in many ways. And I have a few examples. <laughs> so, to share so you're with saying you. the toy industry, the toy industry has not learned its lesson in 40 no, years. It sure Just, hasn't. Okay. Um, All so right. Okay. Our listeners may recall Baby Alive. Baby Alive goes back to 1973. Now, Baby Alive hmm. was the baby that would eat and drink. Okay. So it was like a real baby. Okay. You could actually feed it a bottle and. You know, that kind of thing. And that was really popular. That was a that was a really cool thing. Well, today, Aaron, we have uh, updated versions of Baby Alive. Are you ready to hear what they okay. do now? I don't know, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we have Baby Alive Twinkles and Tinkles, okay? <laughs> so what she does... I get the tinkle Aaron, part. What's the twinkling? I have no idea okay. what twinkling is. She eats <laughs> and drinks, Aaron, and then she pees her diaper... Um, wow. Which, you know, okay, hmm. whatever, I guess. Do you want to... Sounds like a girlfriend I used to have. Diaper. <laughs> <laughs> but worse than the twinkles and tinkles, this is where it really goes off the rails, Aaron. Oh, there's more? Okay. Alive, Super Snacks, Snack, and Lily. Okay? <laughs> Terrible name. <laughs> and what no, it's a great <laughs> name. Super Snack, Snack, and Lily. Super Snack, Snack, and That's Lily. Right. And what she does, uh -huh. Aaron, is she eats and then she yeah. poops her diaper. Oh, no, God. I'm not kidding. Why would anybody want to do that? Why would you want that? Why would that be a desirable feature in a doll? Why would. I, I can't imagine. Uh. Along those same lines, Aaron. Might also be interested hmm. in purchasing Zoomer the Hungry Bunny. Okay. Oh, that sounds, sounds cute. Very cute. So what Zo Zoomer yeah. does is he uh -huh. nibbles on paper carrots, cupcakes, and eighty plus other snacks. Aww. Okay. okay. That's yeah, that sounds good. And yeah, that's then cute. He poops them out in the form of <laughs> shredded paper. So it's a little paper shredder, basically. <laughs> I mean that. Is that I what it is? In my office. It's a little, if you need to shred some documents, just get one of these. It's going to take a while with Zoomer the Hungry Bunny. I don't know. That sounds kind of cute. I actually am intrigued by this oh, Zoomer the Hungry Bunny. I might well, need one of these. Let's see if you're intrigued by this next one, Aaron. Uh, this would okay. be the Zitz Ew Pop and Play Pimples. Oh, God. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, God. I'm having extreme body horror yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. Oh boy! So no, Aaron, this can't be real. Um, nope. <laughs> I don't want to hear this. La, 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 I don't want to hear la, la, it. La, la. No. Okay. No. Uh, Aaron, no. Kids ages six and up can cover their faces in fake pimples and then shoot out goo when popped. Oh my God! You got to be kidding because me! Oh my God! Oh boy! Um, yes. And then really, Ugh, if you're gross. into that, you're also going to want to purchase oh, no. the Popazit game, okay? <laughs> what the hell is this? What is happening right yeah, now? Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know. God. So in the Popazit game, okay. for ages four and oh, one, I don't want to know. What you do, Aaron, four, years four years old? Okay. All right. You spin a dial, you uh -huh. squeeze a zit, and then you try oh, God. not to get hit by the pus, Aaron. Oh, God. I'm going to go throw up now. I have to take the rest. I'm taking the rest of the podcast now, off. Listen, you're on your own. If you're going to throw up, I'm walking away. I also want to hear about Pudo, okay, before you throw up. <laughs> no, I do not. So, no, I do not. Pudo, what you get is you get some brown. Play-Doh. This is what the this is what it comes as. You get brown play-doh and a mold of poo shapes. Okay? 
And you also get <laughs> -uh. some yellow Play-Doh where you can create... This isn't real. You're making this up. This is like a college party game. This isn't for children. Um, Aaron, you also, to conclude, might enjoy Gooey Louie. Okay? Gooey Louie. Um, oh he really scratches young children's itch for nose picking. And, but oh, while geez. providing a cautionary They can tale, do that on their own. So during, yeah. during the game, Aaron, players pull the gooey boogers out of Louie's head until his head <laughs> pops oh, open God. and his brains fly out. Because that's what that's happens in what real life if you pick if your, you your nose. nose. Your brains fly oh. out of your head. Who was the kid in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that was picking their nose and... Oh, yeah. geez, I don't remember. I it, it was one of the kids. Anyway. Violet Beauregard, because she says, Yeah, that tracks. Her nose and she says, Spitting is a dirty habit. And Wonka says, I know a worse one. I know a worse one. That's um, right. That's what it was. Thank you. I knew that you would have me covered when it comes to Willy Wonka yeah. and the Chocolate Factory trivia. Right. So thank Go you. Back and listen to that episode, everyone. Those are disgusting, yeah. and I can't believe that you did research on all I of those of gross, research. gross toys. Shout out to our episode the cbc good housekeeping how stuff works mental floss wikipedia ranker reader's digest and nightmare nostalgia nightmare oh that last one that sounds like fun nightmare yeah we could have named that instead of the latchkey kids so that's good missed opportunity i guess well very nice dr amy very good research bad toys when we were kids speaking of bad girls and bad boys that when, when hmm. you were bad, our parents would threaten to send you to bad boy land in Canada? Yes. My dad showed me where it was on a map one time. Yeah. And there was never, bad boy land. There was never any mention yeah. of bad girl land. It was only bad boy land, and no. Aaron was doomed to be sent there. It, it was, yeah. It was, I, was, I, I remember continually being surprised that I hadn't already been sent to bad boy <laughs> land in Canada. But, yeah. Oh, God. And now... Now, now we know, Dr. Amy, that good things actually come from the great nation of Canada, our friendly neighbors to the north. Right. I am a big fan of Canada, and as are you, Dr. Amy. You love Canada so much, you married one of their people. Yep. Right? Okay. You should ask him what the Canadian versions of bad toys are. I bet they had their own, like, you know... Mabel's maple syrup doll where syrup comes out of her eyeballs. I don't know. Probably something like that, right? Okay. We should probably go. We got a fun we've got some fun episodes planned for uh, the next couple of weeks though. So just gonna throw that out there. Until then, we are the Latchkey Kids. Thanks for listening and bye bye everybody. everybody.